Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bill and Roop's Fairly Accurate Podcast. Just while you get your uh, trousers sorted. Yeah, you look like one of these, like, beatniks from, like, we're talking... A beatnik? Yeah, like, you know... What's like, a beatnik? Like, you know, they're in uh, Washington, um, you know, where the, the, you know, people, people like Bob Dylan would come over for a drink and they'd be all dressed like that. And you'd have a goatee, though. That's the only thing you're missing. And a beret. Oh, I like berets. Yeah, you see? Beret, is that like the French beret? Yeah, the Boy Scouts beret, yeah. But... Yeah, you look, you look, you, like, right, you, you yeah? look like a poet. Oh, and I'd love to be a poet, Root. Yeah, generally, really oh, do would. You know, I'm being honest now. I, I saw, I went to see my mate in um, Penzance, and he got, got, gave me a book of poetry, which I thought was a bit odd because he's not really that sort of person. But it was um, John Cooper, somebody. John Cooper Clark. John Cooper Clark. <gasps> oh, he's amazing, isn't he? Yeah. And I was reading some of this stuff, and it was great. And I thought, you know. Um, and then went to the Mosley Arts and Folk Festival. Yeah, 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 Sword there, yeah. Just, as you yeah. know. And I'm with, um, I'm with, oh, hello. Oh, I thought we had a visitor then. I'm with um, Kit, and who is Jenny's boyfriend, who's uh, into all the street talk. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Okay. Uh, he's a, he's a beat urban dancer, street yeah. dancer. Yeah. And uh, there's a young lad from. I don't know, one of the Tower Hamlets or something. And he was brilliant. He was just like John Cooper, but younger. Wow. And he was, and this guy said, I need to speak to him because he's in, he's like a bro. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> and they had a good old chat and they totally had a language that was different to anything I'd come across. But it was great. It was like poetry. It was poetry. Was he angry? Um, yeah, it was, it was about death. Yeah. Two poems, one about death and the other one, it was about death, yeah, and gangland. It was, oh, it was that sort of thing. It was all about the gangs, you know, yeah. in the you know in the streets and you know all that. Because um, yeah. no offense to the, the the great poets, right? But writing about flowers and now they yeah, no. what's all they that about? Hide, though, weren't they? That was um, Coldridge and they were on opium. opium. No, I way. think so. So if you look at um, oh Coleridge, who wrote Xanadu. The uh, film. In Xanadu, no, it was based on that. In Xanadu did Kubla Khan, A Stately Pleasure Dome Decree. Okay, I don't know this. It was after he got, he went up to see Wordsworth or something in the lakes and they got high. Uh, I never so knew that's that. why I, they're I'm talking about read... daffodils, it's true, I think. Oh, I thought it was I just could a be. Bit... I think that's fairly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. But I do wrote, like the yeah. war poems. I have to say the, the yeah. poems about the, the First World War. Brilliant. It, I mean, you know the uh, now. What's the guy from rugby called? Oh, I'll look it up and I'll put it on the show. Is notes. this the guy who um, died in the war? The uh, Wilbur? No, not him. But um, there's a statue. I, I used to. I've walked past this statue really? a million oh, times. Can't have to remember it. Not Keats. They were quite poignant, weren't they? Because Fantastic. they were like. Um, yeah, they were just like they all died in they the war. They were young human. men, yeah. and it was quite. You, you do get choked up. Yeah, it's a bit like your songs that you write. My that, songs, yeah, your songs. And I, when I listen to your songs, and you, you did one about friendly fire, and mm. it made me all choke. Yeah, I'm, I I remember it that. now, and I'm all choked up thinking about that's it. That's a great song. Yeah, it is Kevin, a great song. Kevin Crompton wrote that, but oh, that's no, fine. It was, no, I thought no it was yours. Oh, damn no, shit, no, song. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kev. <laughs> no. That's right, Kevin wrote. Kevin it. You wrote a song similar. I wrote. I've written some war songs, but my vocabulary is very limited. Right. 
Um, it's not aspect, though. No, it is. Unless unless I take the drugs. <laughs> not really. No, but my vocabulary is limited. Mm. So I don't use like may and day and say uh, as poem, as <laughs> rhymes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're words worth, yeah. you know. There's a really interesting story. One of my favourite poets, now we're talking about poetry, it's great, is um, a guy called, um, is it Yeats? For yeah. an Irish bloke. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the story that I heard was that um, he didn't like to be interrupted. And he had this daughter who was about 40, all through her life. She did. She knew she couldn't interrupt Dad while he was doing his... He'd be no good on this podcast. I know. <laughs> while he was doing his poetry. And he used to walk around, and there's a, I think there's a statue of him, I, I stand to be corrected, of him walking around Dublin with his hands behind his back and just like pacing up and down to the rhythm of the poem... Um, and if anyone interrupted him, he, just, he lost his... I don't think he lost his temper, but he was he was upset. And one day, she followed him up on the bus because she wanted to be near her dad. And he was up on the bus and he was just like, you know, doing it in his mind, doing the, you know, the whole... Um, they call it the metre, don't they? The, the, the rhythm of it. And um, realised he was being followed, turned around really angry at this person and said, why are you following me? No way. And she said... I'm your daughter. <laughs> no True way. story. True story. Did, she, did he end up with like a poem like, I didn't want to create a fuss, but I didn't want you interrupting me on the bus. Fuss. Brilliant. Yeah. He, might, he should have done. He should have done should that, have done. shouldn't he? Yeah. But he was my one of my favourite poems until I heard that. And I thought, I don't know if you were a nice dad, actually. But there you go. The thing is, nowadays, right, they, like, they might have been a bit odd. Mm. You know, oh, genius. So is it okay to be odd and acceptable if you're a genius? I think you get away with more. You get away with it, won't you? Yeah. Whereas it might have just been a, a bit of a knob. Well, yeah, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, think, but I'll be offended okay. most Irish people. I you think. know what it's like. You know, you yeah. know what it's like. Yeah. You know, one of the best poets. Like one of the best poets, I think, ever. I mean, it's my in my book. But I'm not. I'm not a big aficionado. Or anything, yeah. But, yeah. But are yeah. songwriters poets? Some are. I mean, there's some great songs. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is... Like is Sweet, Blockbuster, brilliant great, song. Great, great, deep Yeah, poem. Breaking Through Barriers. <laughs> it's a, I think it's the first... Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people remember them, but there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to talk to you about something, and I've left it to the podcast. Okay. Okay. Because to see what your reaction is. I'm worried now, Bill. No, and, and this is a serious subject for me, OK? Mm -hmm. And you're my mate, so I'm going to get a genuine reaction from you, mm -hmm. OK? So I've we met somebody, um, Louise and I, um, on another podcast, as it happens, Louise's podcast, um, called Charlie Hart. OK. And Charlie's a fantastic woman who speaks about uh, lots of different subjects, but one of them is being ADHD. Okay. And it's about awkwardness. And I got fascinated by the, the subject of ADHD because the, some of the things that she was talking about, and that, the reason I bring it up now is because of the, the poem, the poets who are maybe geniuses, but awkward and miserable. You know, they've got this personality and you go, oh, well, you know what they're like, they're genius, you know what I mean? They're allowed to act that way. So... Charlie speaks about ADHD subjects, okay? And then I looked up what ADHD people think, the way they think, and I'm thinking the same as them. 
Okay. So it's things like, you know, like over planning uh, to a ridiculous amount that you actually get into a subject and you actually really, really get involved in that one subject. I mean, for some people, it's history. Some right. people it's art, some people it's like recording like myself and I get really deep into a subject. And these some people have got ADHD or they actually hypo-focus on a subject. Okay. But other things like uh, inappropriate language or coming out with inappropriate things at certain times. Right. Which I do. Do you? I mean, I was at a funeral the other week, genuinely, right? I was yeah. at a funeral. And um, I went up to um, a relation of the person who's deceased and um, and my Uncle Peter, or Louise's Uncle Peter, who won't mind me saying this, a lovely, lovely man. And I actually give him a hug. I said, Peter, it's great to see you again. Hardly worth you going home, isn't it? OK? <laughs> now, it's a joke. It's dark humour. <laughs> and how did he take it? Oh, he laughed. Well, he could, I, yeah, you, yeah. I love him. That's the sort of thing I do. But... It was inappropriate mm. to, to bring that up, and, and he, he looked a bit shocked. But he laughed. Shit, I got away with it. But I'm I'm do that an awful lot, and I just wondered like, how many people are going around ADHD? And I'm not saying it's an illness. I don't know whether some people think it's an illness or not. But I think it's fascinating I, subject. It, it, yes, I think you've definitely got something. Yeah. I don't know what, I'm not an expert. It doesn't surprise me in a sense of, like, I'm not sure. I think a lot of people, I think I'm on, they call it the spectrum, don't they? Like that autism type of spectrum. Yeah. I think a lot of us are on it. I think and on, a you know, different levels. I totally say things that are... Uh, I do relate to you a bit, Bill. Maybe that's why we get on. I don't know, because be I know that if I say something to you, that's a little bit controversial you will take it as a joke. You might cry about it in your own bedroom afterwards, but I know that you will probably take it the right way. I know there's certain people that won't out there, and as I've got older, I'm getting away with less, I think, because I just assume that people will get it, and, I, and I'm having to be careful. So it doesn't surprise me. I, I'm, I'm not an expert on ADHD. No. Well, my daughter that... says she, she, she apparently... Um, Piper and Louise has already discussed this oh, have they? and said that I was. Oh. Never told me, obviously. That's how I'll be the last person <laughs> is. And I think that's really interesting. But I don't know what people who have full-blown ADHD think about somebody like me saying I might have it. No. Or I'm not belittling it mm, in the slightest. No. I just think it's a very well, curious, interesting... Say again? You're curious about it. It's probably worth cu- finding. Yeah. What would be the benefit of you... Would it be of benefit to you to know that you are? Good question. I don't know. Or does it matter? It doesn't really matter. I'm just very interested. Yeah. You know, like things like you know, I've got a like a short term memory problem. Oh, if somebody, if you introduce somebody, you get uh, and you introduce and you give them their name, and you shake hands with them. For, and I know this might a lot of people go, well, everyone does that, but I quite often forget the name, and. And then we're having a chat about this new per to this new person for ten minutes, and I'm thinking, I ain't got a clue what your name is. Mm-hmm. Now, is that ADHD or is that just not I very think, good listening skills? I think skills? you're very yeah. You're like me. I don't. I think it's interesting. I've tried to analyse myself, and Chris, my wife, will tell me, "You're not really listening, are you?" Or you, I get bored, and it's really quite embarrassing sometimes. Someone, I'll ask a question. 
in a normal conversational sort of thing. And then I will just get bored halfway through their answer. And I'll be thinking about what chord is that chord on the guitar they're playing on the radio? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm in my mind somewhere else. And it's totally rude because I've just asked a question. They're answering. It's really bad. I'm a really rubbish listener. Hmm. And sorry, sorry, I switched off them. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. <laughs> now, I don't mind. You see, if someone did that to me, I don't mind. But it's actually really rude. And I hadn't realised I was that rude. And I don't, I don't know if there's a name for it, but it, it, I'm not sure that's ADHD. I don't know enough about it, to be honest. No. But I think you have definitely got something. I think I've definitely got something. But, you know, I think you described yourself as someone who's, like, focused on something to the point that... You're a planner. You but said. It just means I'm, I'm really good at planning. Yeah. Oh, well, I was just going to say, it could be a bit of OCD. Is, do you is think... that the same thing? I don't know. I think it's in the I think OCD is, is a bit different. I think people have it as a real extremes of it. can be... Yeah, I've... I don't go, well, I'm washing my hands, but that is that... a sim... that's yeah, an OCD thing, isn't it? And you've yeah. got to have everyone sticking to the plan. Do you, uh, yeah, do you find that you, you... Do you mind if people are late, for example, if you plan something? No, I don't mind them being late. You might, but uh, I would be very upset if I'm late. Good, but I which means late today. I get there too early. Yeah, I mean, that's well, all right. But I always get to somewhere too early. But also, it means I get there well on time and I'm very well organised yeah. because I get there too early. Drives Louise nuts. Yeah. You know, but she's accept the fact that I just like to get somewhere early. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, but what ooh. I also do, I, one of the reasons I leave and get there early is because I get there lost. I get lost. Yeah. Exactly. I went to the pub last night to watch. Um, Warwick Folk Club, okay? Where in, last... uh, in... In, in, in Warwick. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a new place now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I got lost. Well, it's not surprising. It's in that estate, isn't it? I've been it's... there hundreds of times. Well, I was... Have you? I was... I'd lived in Warwick for years. Oh, I see. I shouldn't need to get lost. But the thing is, I used a sat-nav and I still get lost. I still <laughs> yeah. got lost. I bought the wrong coordinates. Did you really? <laughs> you big plonker. But, you know... But I got there. I think I got you, there on time. Well, well, you got there on time because you gave yourself enough time. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, though, I think... I mean, mm. I used to always... First of all, I used to always wonder why dyslexia was such a difficult word to spell. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Right? And <laughs> Alzheimer's is a difficult one to remember. I've often wondered those. Why couldn't one be called Alf and the other one called Fred or something? Because that would be like, you know, what have you got? People. Oh, um... Or flu. The, the I'd say flu. Be, they're going to be offended over that. So oh, we God. apologise oh, to everybody. No. Yeah, but it's still... Uh, yeah, OK. But but I always thought it was interesting because I think I have a numeric dyslexia. And it's a numeric one. I didn't wow. know that till later because I have yeah, to... I just get numbers wrong. Yeah. Totally. And I was rubbish at maths, but I'm not actually rubbish at maths because it's, I can do the problem solving, but it's a numbers... That I put down as my answer in the wrong. They're they're not necessarily in the right order. Wow! And honestly, and it's a bit like I can't see. I can't see it. And so, but later on in life, I found out that a whole lot of people had dyslexia. I was a bit embarrassed about it at school. Mm. And then you realise that all the arty people who had like they were graphic illustrators and they were really famous. And when you listen to their sort of podcasts now, and you listen to people talking about their biographies. They will say, I had dyslexia and here's what I was good at. Absolutely. And I wish I'd done that. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't. I was, Absolutely. Thought, I was embarrassed, you know. Yeah. No, I've, I've known I've been dyslexic. I've, reading, not a problem. Writing, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it took me a long while to learn how to write that people could read it. Oh, right. But I knew I was dyslexic. And mine is sequencing. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, like tonight, I washed up tonight, right? Yeah. Took me ages to put all the saucepans in the right order in the cupboard. Right. Be- and it, was, it drove me, I mean, it drives Louis nuts. I mean, because of the noise. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was like somebody playing the drums, honestly. And then it's in school, I what are you doing? And putting away the saucepans. So they just would not fit in the drawer, and the drawer closed. Okay. And then, but what she did, she's going. Yeah, well, see, no, there, I think, I think, I'm not going to say a sexist thing. No, I am going to say Women do that. No, no. no. Some women. Well, I just think they're a lot better than me, is what I'm going to say. But do you find that you got worse, or do you think it's always been like that? I think it's always been like that. Really? Yeah, stack. Now, going on holiday, right, Mm -hmm. when you prepare the car, like, Lou would... Mm. Like she likes to take everything in the house on holiday, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know I mean this chair, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They might not have enough chairs in, well, at the apartment. Uh, yeah, we, we're going to yeah. right, so she'll want to take everything, of right? Yeah. And of course, I want to take all my recording stuff yeah. unnecessary. So basically, the car is chocker. Right, yeah. and then you realise, um, like we think, ah, oh, we've got to get in the car as well. Yeah, yeah. And when the, when the kids were about, it was like, oh yeah, we've got the kids. <laughs> Do we have to take the kids? <laughs> oh, I suppose we ought to, really. Lovely. And then honestly, yeah. the, every year we'd be on holiday. Like we'd, we'd we wouldn't have a route. We'd never route. But we'd go. Well, who packs the car? And then yeah. I would have stuff coming out of the windows, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lou, she'd take all that, put all back again. It's like, and then you still got room for like grandma if she wanted. So how do you do I that? Don't know. No, yeah, it's, it's a, spatial it's a, awareness. It's a, it's a mystery. It is a mystery. It's a mystery, and we never know that because we got we are affected by. I'm probably got more ADHD than you. I've discovered now today. I don't know what it is, and I'm probably upsetting a lot of people who have it. <laughs> Um, but I actually don't, I don't know. I'm not shocked that you, you know, you said, what's my reaction to you having no, a thing? I'm interested in what I'm not shocked is. because I've always thought we're all of us humans. I think it's very rare to find someone without some sort of tick or a, or a nuance that's a bit particular to them that people live with. Yeah. And they go, oh, that's, that's Bill. He's got a thing. Do people say that? Oh, no, not, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they just love you. They, people love you, Bill. Yeah.